Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... It's not too late for Urban Meyer to win Coach of the Year. Welcome to a Josh Allen on Josh Allen Prime edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles hostage, Daniel Hardigan. Um, please, somebody save me. I'm sick of this shit. I've been a prisoner for a long time. With us as always, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, your stupid team is one victory away from first place. How are you feeling? Just like I did when we won the Super Bowl. It's definitely the same team. Nothing's wrong. I love watching this offense. Uh, Hey, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, your Titans are on a four-game winning streak against four of the better teams in the league. How you feel? Uh, You failed to mention that Danny was holding a knife when he was saying (laughs) all of that stuff. Just uh, holding it out. Just in front of him. Uh, It's like, dude, if I move... Just slightly while I'm talking, I doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about the Titans, baby. Tighten up. I've only watched 50 minutes of Dune, so don't no no spoilers. But I have seen that part. <laughs> he dies. Cool. He dies at oh, okay. the 51st minute. <laughs> hey, that uh, that fourth voice you hear today, uh, we're joining the program, we got the head honcho himself. Uh, you know him from what? The Airbuds podcast, and he mm-hmm. produces literally every other podcast you've ever heard of. Browns fan Peter Moses is in the house. What's up, Peter? Oh, boy. Thanks for having me, guys. It's so good to see all of your beautiful faces. Absolutely. Uh, Peter, yes. can we get a, some insight onto the, the pulse of Browns Nation? This was probably the most anticipated Brown season I can remember. And I'm not a Browns fan, but I knew the, the uh, sights were set on uh, bigger and better things this season. Do you think you can still get there? Um. Well, I, you know, tried to be rational at the beginning of the year. So I put $200 on the Browns to win the Super Bowl right away um, <laughs> as soon as they lost to the Chiefs because um, I was like, we're going to get it this year. And uh, honestly, I feel like we would have been screwed if we had kept OBJ around. Um, I think this is a galvanizing moment for the team. And I know we're going to talk about things that we don't like, but this is probably the best I've felt watching football since our playoff win in January. So, um, you know, uh, I feel pretty good. And I think that the real thing about this season, to be honest, is it's all about Baker's extension. Like, are they going to extend Baker? And even everything with OBJ, like all that stuff is smoke and mirrors. It's all about Baker's extension the whole time. Like everything is about, are they going to extend him? So, um, we'll see, but yeah, generally feeling pretty excellent after 
going down to Cincinnati and just whooping on the Bengals. Um, thorough, a thorough ass whooping. Like the game was boring in the middle of the third quarter, which I don't know if anyone ever really knows. Maybe Danny, you probably know what that feels like as a Chiefs fan from when you guys had an offensive line, but um, a distant memory. <laughs> yeah, you guys were like, "Hey, it'll be fine if we just start three rookies." On the line, what could go wrong? They're, other than everything about, what's they're the problem? They're not the problem. Mahomes is the problem right now. He is not Whoa. playing very well. Oh my god! And that's fine. Okay. He can get out of it. He's you know Whoa. everybody has slumps. It's not really him. People want to blame the line. They're they're trying their best. We don't. We also don't have a third receiver. But you know we the our fans have heard me go through. Every nook and cranny of this crap team, and I am done worrying about it. Let's sim to 2022 when Baker is hopefully not extended. Give give well, uh barbecue Pringles the ball. Y'all got three wide receivers. What about Pringles? They can't Sour get open. Man. Pringles. Can't get open. Much like Are you saying Sammy Watkins was the linchpin of yeah. the Chiefs offense. Yeah. I, I mean when we're ta- if we're going to talk about the Super Bowl season, who's catching that pass against Jamel's Titans? That's Sammy Watkins. Who's catching that pass over the head of Richard Sherman to get us into scoring range so we can win the Super Bowl? That's Sammy Watkins. Where are we now? Samuelis. It's a horrible feeling. And maybe we should get OBJ. Uh, what do you think? No, no. Honestly... I wish you all the best. <laughs> you already I, got Josh Gordon. That's true. Yeah, that shit, why, what's, what's going on with him? How's he been doing? He seems happy. Not on. Not currently on drugs. So, um, you know, he's, he's tweeting a lot about how he's going to do better. Oh, no, that's not a good sign. It's never a good sign. <laughs> I have a question he, actually for Peter. What do you think? OBJ said to Baker or vice versa that caused this whole thing to happen. It's clearly between the two men. Well, I think that OBJ was never the right fit for this offense, period. He told him Space Jam 2 was good. And he was never the right fit. But also, I heard something today that blew my mind. You know, OBJ was the fourth oldest person on the entire Browns roster. That's crazy. Like, that's... Like when when Greg Newsom, uh, Greg Newsom was in middle school when OBJ had his one handed catch. So like for all these dudes, like Baker was in fucking high school. Like all of these people like fucking worshipped him, and I think he's a man wrestling with his own football mortality because you don't say you want to go to a winner and then ask to be traded from a team that was you know one non targeting call away from going to the AFC championship game. Um, so I just think, I think Baker felt like it was someone that he needed to impress all the time. And as you know, with a terrible Patrick Mahomes, I guess recently, like it's a game of half seconds when you're a quarterback and Baker just seems totally unencumbered when he's not out there. He can throw it to anybody. He doesn't have to think he just runs the offense and I don't think he said anything. I think that was the thing that was so troubling was Baker didn't understand. He's always fighting people on the outside. And I just think like 
I mean, when it comes down to it, man, OBJ just fucking quit on this team. So that doesn't mean that he shouldn't have. And like, yeah, he wasn't getting the ball and he wasn't getting thrown to. He also dropped a maybe like three third or fourth down catches in the last couple of weeks too. Like, I don't know what kind of offense he's going to go to, even if it is someone like the Chiefs, where he's just going to get to run around and not focus on the playbook and like run his own routes successfully. Like, what, I don't know where that is. You know what I think? I think Peter needs to find more outlets for his football talk. This feels like you haven't gotten to talk about football in days. <laughs> Bro, all I've been doing is talking to everyone I know about football for the last week. Well, really, it's also coming off a week of like, last week was sad as fuck. To have like uh-huh. the best player on your team's dad just like annihilate your potential franchise quarterback on Instagram, kind of justifiably so was hard to take. And Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Okay, never mind. My bad. Continue. (laughs) Beating the living shit out of the Bengals, who were putting up billboards in like local news crews putting up billboards being like our weather tracker is more accurate than Baker Mayfield. Ouch. Um and uh the Bengals suck butt and Nick Chubb is incredible and (laughs) uh we'll see. So feeling right on track and uh I wish OBJ the best. I mean I where is he going to go? I have no idea where he's going to go. Maybe the Ravens, I guess. Like, Seattle. who fucking knows? Seattle? Sure. Whatever. Who gives a shit? It he's washed, man. He's old. He's old and washed. Like, Uh-oh. Well, I mean, that just speaks badly for all of us at our ages. But yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Not football professional years. football players. Yes, right. Still hurts. Hey, guys. Let's start the show. The way that we always do <laughs> by talking about what we hated about watching football this week. Danny Solomon, launch into it. Let's just let's run it. I mean, this is we've been talking about this since Thursday. We finally get to spew our venom about the real big story this week. What I hate about football, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. Joe Rogan is a football <laughs> thing these days. Because he has managed to slime his way into most NFL locker rooms. At least half the quarterbacks in the league are full-on Joe Bros. I'd probably say Baker Mayfield, good chance. Decent chance. Oh, 100%. 100%. He was posting – I know he's a Joe Bro because he was posting Austin murder rates compared to Austin – uh police yeah, police yep. yeah. yeah i mean like, yikes this is this is a just as a joe bro if i've ever seen one specific like a very specific joe bro like worried about joe's safety it's straight off the experience talking points and you know you remember how like tebow and rivers and kurt warner 10 years ago their whole thing was like jesus they're super into jesus now it feels like it's rogan and his religion is like the perfect quarterback catnip because it's based on three things manliness body maintenance and winning Mm -hmm. and he tells you that being an independent thinker is like the most important thing you can be and that it's the exact same thing as being smart so as long as you think something that most people aren't thinking you've achieved galaxy brain and that's appealing to quarterbacks because they're the smart guy on the field they're used to that and that shit worked for jesus back in his day because at the time when he was saying radical shit that no one else was saying you know murder was legal and people used goat shit as shampoo but now now we know things we actually know things 
that can be agreed upon. Disagreeing with them does not make you smart. It makes you a dick. But dudes like Aaron Rodgers are so bought in, you can't reason with them because their competitive side takes over. They they need to be better than you. They need to be the best. And not just you, everyone. The doctors, the scientists, the politicians, the generals, they're all mental cucks compared to one self-motivated badass with an afternoon to sit and do some research. It's how many, it's, how many it's times insane. do you think Aaron Rodgers practiced in the mirror saying the woke mob is going to put the nail in my cancel culture coffin? What an opening statement and a, and and tough tongue twister a little bit there. Cancel culture. Yeah, coffin. That's, why you, you, that's why he had One to practice eight? it. You know, he practiced it. He was oh, like yeah. the woke mob of the woke mob, the, the woke cancel. It was he so want, canned. He wanted to say these things for a long time and he couldn't because he had to cultivate the Aaron Rodgers persona. Now it can be, you know, what he really is. The guy that we now have seen fully unmasked. This is Aaron Rodgers. I it's it's I feel like it's cool to be part of the herd on some things, right? Like it's okay. I like Avengers movies. I like fucking Olive Garden. I'm I'm cool to admit I don't that know how to true. fix cars or computers. I go to experts for that. I hope my fucking dick doesn't fall off just because I <laughs> do those things. Ro- my point in saying all that is just Roganism is a plague on football and on an entire generation of men. And I ask all of you out there listening to this who might be tempted by it, just stick to Jesus because honestly, that's less scary. Joe Rogan does make me miss Jesus. Yeah, that was easy to digest. That was well understood. These, this has been going on for thousands of years. Same talking points as always. You know, uh, no abortions. Wife is less than you. Like that stuff we can wrap our heads around. Now it's like science is bullshit. I don't even think Jesus ever said that. You want more quarterbacks worshiping Chris Pratt instead of Joe Rogan. Yes, be basic. Yeah. That's what we like. Well... He shouldn't have fucked up that second Jurassic Park movie. That's a good point. That was yeah, the Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers stuff. Uh, it, he he repeated one line that uh, a lot of these guys have repeated, where he's done a lot of critical thinking, and he's done a, which is like kind of telling everybody else that they're not critical thinkers, which is yes. just something that I take umbrage with because it's like he's he's he's. Put, positioning himself in this in this place that um, he's the only guy who's thought about <laughs> what the right way to to deal with this stuff is, and uh, it's just such a bullshit argument. And uh, but it's a lot of fun to listen to. I'm 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 here for the Rogers heel turn. Uh, I've thought he's been a piece of crap for a long time, so I'm I'm excited about this because now we don't have to guess. We don't have to wonder. Hey, is Aaron in the right here going against his team? And maybe he was at the time, but now we get to embrace that he's just bad. I love it. And I, I like the consequences of it because it's nothing in the real world. He'll still have the fans. He'll still be able to play at a high level. He's going to come back angry, and that's good for my fantasy team. But at mm-hmm. least he won't get that other side of what he wants out of his career, which is like getting invited to the Met Gala or, and you know shit like that, like high society success and it's a different it's like why trump is mad i feel like now he has to embrace this new life of being fully austinized 
Austinized. The Austinization of Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Also, Barry Weiss's uh, University of Austin. Very timely. Yeah. Go attend. No degrees offered. I saw that line in there. That's really... (laughs) What a university. Peter Moses, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Man, I... uh, I, I I really hated um, Aaron Rodgers too. Uh, I don't want to be a, a a basic bitch, but I'll 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 choose something else. I really um, I hate um, I hate watching the Baltimore Ravens, and I know that feels very personal, but the Baltimore Ravens are maybe six and two now, call it, um, and they've won games on a video game, Justin Tucker field goal. Um, just like they've kind of like, you know what they, it's been watching like the Ravens this year is like, you know, those infomercials when the guy's carrying like a bunch of stuff and then like falls and it all kind of like <laughs> spills over. Cause he doesn't have the product that you need. That's got to be I, a better like, way. It feels like they've won three or four games like that. And it makes me feel like all of this stuff, like, is just like the parody like makes me kind of go crazy. Like three plays go differently. And Danny, you feel totally different about the chiefs this year. And like the narrative about your entire uh, existence. Totally. Not, but like, I mean, I think it's just all this stuff on a razor's edge, like Lamar Jackson, just getting fucking lucky or the Browns having like three pass interference calls, lose three right. games for them. He it's just there. like he said it wasn't personal. <laughs> He's on a nice, saying it wasn't personal. It's he just like personal. living on a razor's edge. Like I'm already here. I'm already living on it all the time. Um, and I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm I, sick I, of. Uh, I wanted Clyde to not fumble. By the way, for you, for you and Browns Nation, I wanted that to not happen. But it's. It did. That's the reality. I. I, I think. Maybe what I'll say too about what I hated the most this week is just like. Um, it was just like pure fucking chaos this week. Like it felt like it felt like the entire league just like took a hit of DMT and like everything was upside down. And like, I'm not sh- usually I expect that in like the first week, like remember in the first week when the Packers lost to the saints by like 60 points. And now that feels like you're in another alternate universe. I think what I hate the most about football is like, Every week, especially this year, feels like you're in a different version of like the multiverse. And so you hate like, Disney Plus? Well, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I hate the Eternals. That's what I hate. Um, I hate that Kumail is hot. And um, I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean for you to find out he was going to be hot like that, man. He just has such a stronger jaw now. You know what I mean? He was so much more approachable with like a softer jawline. Um, no, I, yeah, I, this week was just like, this week took a fat bong hit and we all just had to watch like the Bills lose six to nine. The best number to Urban Meyer, the worst person. It was just like, it was, it was disorienting and other than my team doing great, not particularly fun elsewhere. Uh, I would agree with all of that. Jamel Johnson, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Uh, what I hated about football this week is the next man up mentality. 
I I just hate that football can overcome the odds. Like sometimes we gotta feel these odds, bro. I'm sick of Colt McCoy winning games. All the gamblers thinking they can get a little piece of this Niners action, and Colt McCoy decides to uh, do his job valiantly, like he's <laughs> fighting in a fucking war. You're allowed to suck, dude. You're the backup. <laughs> Colt McCoy is so old, he started the concussion crisis and has now won a game post-concussion crisis. That's disgusting. He got hit so hard by James Harrison on a Sunday night football game that everyone had to stop and say, what are we doing here? And now he's won another game and we're like, we we don't care. We remember Will Smith pretending to be African. (laughs) It happens all over the place. Taylor Hyde, these backup quarterbacks winning all the fucking time. Why are the why are the Raiders even playing a football game? Why are we making the Raiders play a football game? At what point do we say, "Hey Raiders, take a week off." The Chiefs, a guy on the Chiefs offed himself in the training facility and they went to work that week. All because football tells you you got to overcome it. It's you can it's bigger than you. Yo, if that happened at fucking Google, they're taking the day off, bro. <laughs> oh, the Jovan Belcher saga comes up too often on this show. I will it say it really I'm does. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's great. We, we can replace it with the rugs thing in a couple of years when that cools down. What the NFL has done is they have t- took in something that is supposed to be inspirational and they have turned it into labor violations. More cancellations of games need to be happening. You were ready to cancel the game for COVID. Uh, if one of your employees commits a, a class A felony, let, yeah, let's take a day and talk about it. No game. Yeah, I feel like uh, you're just kind of jumping on to Peter's multiverse kind of bong hit. Theory. It is this multi bong hits. Yeah. yeah. There's too much happening. There were so many stories that could have been the lead story on any other given week that just got brushed completely aside. I, I no think idea. the Rogers thing emerged as the lead story, but there were about five others that uh, we could talk about for an hour. At um, least the Packers had the decency to lose that game. If the yes, Packers won agreed. that game without Aaron Rodgers, I would have fucking thrown my TV in the goddamn woods. Me too. <laughs> I would have thrown my friend's TV that I, whose house I was at. <laughs> um, you know, I do want to say the one thing that like remains constant though in this multiverse is Raiders dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, their other first round pick today was released for brandishing a weapon and threatening murder, and I, I've been a I've been a part of a lot of unbelievably bad draft classes with the Browns made a whole fucking podcast about how bad the draft podcast, the drafts have been for 20 years, but the 2020 Raiders draft might be the worst fucking draft of all time. A little early. It's too soon to say that right now. Henry Ruggs killed someone is in prison. Damon Arnett. What about the Patriots? Patriots which I, had a murder. Yeah, but he won a Super Bowl. He yeah. like did well. What was you about to say? Oh no, Danny had one. 
I was just going to say, I saw the Damon Arnett clip, and it's not that bad. I mean, if we're just talking <laughs> candidly as guys, we already made fun of two horrible tragedies in which lives were lost. Let's just say the bar is pretty high bad, these yeah. days on what's fucked up in the NFL, and I don't think it cleared it. I watched it too, and in the middle of it, it seems like um, the you kind of come out of the clip and you see a DM, and then another clip starts. So it seems like he sent this as a personal message threatening a singular person's life, yes. and then that person put it on the internet, and then now we know about it. Um, she, of course, he shouldn't have done that, uh, but somebody snitched. And the gun, the gun with the most attachments <laughs> I have ever seen. It had a drum. It had, like a a scope, Pro. it had a fucking All the compass. Dongles. It had a, a silencer. <laughs> it had a stock. It's like it's like that the the analogy Peter made. It's he, he's holding the gun. He's got twenty different gun parts in his hand. Has this ever happened to you? You have too many gun parts. You can't hold on to them all. There's got to be a better way. God, I'm sorry. Right. Wow. Uh, you know, I was going to go off on this whole thing about what I watched, hated watching football. Just watching your team suffer a, a slow fourth quarter death when the other team just runs out the clock over the course of eight minutes and you never get the ball back. And all the coaching decisions and uh, strategy that goes into that. But I'm going to save it because it doesn't matter. Uh, we all know that sucks. Let's move on to our biggest shock of week nine. Uh, it is week 10. Crazily enough, we're already halfway through the season. As we've all been saying, week nine, one of uh, the fucking silliest weeks uh, I can re- we can all remember in NFL history. Uh, Danny, you want to kick us off with uh, what your biggest shock of week nine was? Yeah, I mean, hell of a setup from Peter on how this will work because we're basically just picking one of the fucked up things that happened this week that seems outrageous and that could have never been predicted by anyone except weirdly Jamel this week in his picks. Come on, yo, I live a Joker's lifestyle. Sometimes it pays (laughs) off to be completely insane. Uh, But my (laughs) biggest shocker of week nine, the Jaguars, it's the easiest one. I feel like it makes sense to me because here's the thing, being the Jaguars must suck. Like being that team, you're, you're a lead-wide joke. You're the funny reference that all of us elite media types use to tag our bits with. To me, being you mean, the... You, you just mean Jews, right? Jews. The Jews <laughs> that all, hey. all four of us are. Yep. yep. We welcomed Jamel recently. He's part Thank of the you. fold. I'm, to me, I'm offended, but I understand. <laughs> I'm offended that you're offended. And you're Jewish. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's exactly. Uh... I was just, I, I think this is my analogy. To me, being the Jags is like being Jeffrey Tubin, the CNN guy who got caught jacking <laughs> off on a work zoo. Like, the, I think about him all the time. How do you muster the inner strength to wake up in the morning, get out of bed, put on the uniform, you know, live your life when everyone has seen you tugging your old shrimp dick? <laughs> on a zoom. that's what the jags are going through how do you put on the pads when you've been tugging your shrimp dick on the field for years and it feels like fate itself is laughing at you well guess what fellas the jags went out anyway this sunday and said no 
I will not live in that prison of society's making. We're going to go out there like we're worth the shit and beat the fuck out of everyone's new cover bay, Josh Allen. It was fucking beautiful. And it was just like how Jeffrey Tubin got up his nerve and went back to CNN, the very people he jacked up in front of, and somehow talked his way into getting his job back. It's just, it's the exact same thing. And now we may still want to laugh at the Jaguars, but it's a little less funny because they pulled this off. Now they beat the Bills. And you can't laugh at Jeffrey Tubin either because he's back on CNN, which is something we'll never be able to do in our entire lives. So Speak for yourself, pal. Maybe you'll make it, man. You're, you uh, are the horse I would pick to somehow get on I, that. When I get caught yanking it on a Radio Disney Zoom... <laughs> Uh, yeah they'll all be sorry danny uh excellent uh comparison there it's exactly the same peter biggest shock of week nine um i think the biggest shock of week nine is how well coached the cardinals are somehow like the whole fucking narrative is like Cliff Kingsbury is a big old fuck boy and he's holding back this team. Um, but he sent the team to Cleveland because he got COVID um, and they just whooped the shit out of us. And then they were like, yeah, fuck it. We'll hold out DeAndre and Kyler. And I think an equally big surprise is how just fucking bad the Niners look mm. like the I'd say the, you know, again, biased, but probably NFC West and AFC North, probably top to bottom, the two strongest divisions. Um, But the Niners, like, they're kind of caught between, like, two relationships right now. Like, the writing's on the wall with Garoppolo. I don't know. The Niners just look like shit. And the Cardinals seem like they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it's They're it might fucking, be. They uh, look awesome. <laughs> it might yeah, be actually did. easier without Kyler. I'm starting to think Colt McCoy might be the real deal after well, 25 years in the league. <laughs> Colt McCoy is one of the greatest backups of all time. He is a top ten backup. He's elite. I'm not talking about a guy who was a backup and stole a job and became a starter. I'm talking about lifetime. I'm talking about Bubby Brister. Mm. I'm talking about the real troops. Josh Johnson. Exactly. That's a troop. We just saw him recently. And, uh, yeah, that Niners team I don't think has won at that stadium in over a year. Um, so there's something going on with that Levi Stadium. Uh, I don't know if they don't like to play there or if it just sucks because it's not actually anywhere near the city that the is on their team. I'm very happy. They keep trying um, to make them play in jeans. I. <laughs> <laughs> they all have to wear jorts underneath as yeah, for jock straps. That's like wild, uncomfortable. I take a lot of um, pleasure in watching San Francisco sports be shitty, but especially because I feel like the Niners and the Warriors both kind of price themselves out of right. their like authentic fandom. Mm-hmm. Like I was just with a, a Warriors uh, fan last night who said that his dad had season tickets to Oracle forever. And then when they moved to the new arena in downtown San Francisco, it was $40,000 just to license the same tickets that he had for the, like to the privilege of paying again. 
And I feel like that's what they did with like they they Facebooked this new stadium. They're like, oh, we'll do it out here. It'll be so much better. And they fucked their own home field advantage and uh, and their teams are shit. So fuck them. Yeah. Rich people are definitely not rowdy enough to carry a team. to victory. Oh, no way. No. They don't care yeah, about anything. They don't, winning and losing doesn't like save their entire year, you know, like it does for us poor people. We, I need the Chiefs to win because <laughs> I have not much else. My wife tells me I'm generally much happier after the Browns win. She <laughs> avoids me at all costs. Yeah. Which is, and I don't blame her. She's a great way fucked up. After a loss, it's not good. You go around riding the bus in a city after a loss. Awful. Yeah, I was at the um, the Warriors Grizzlies one game playoff uh, last year in the in that new stadium, and uh, the Warriors fans uh, all thought they were going to win the entire game, no matter what. They had they weren't worried whatsoever. And then when they lost, they were kind of mad at the team, but then immediately moved on and were just like, "Oh, we're still rich and we don't care anymore." <laughs> like it was. A sh- the strangest playoff exit I'd ever witnessed. I was like studying the fans and they didn't give a shit. It was crazy. And I know that team wasn't going to win that win at all, but it was still bizarre. And um, Candlestick Park, one of the, the coolest, most decorated uh, stadiums in NFL history. And they just replaced it with a monstrosity in the middle of nowhere. Um, yikes. Jamel, what's your biggest shock of week nine? Uh, my biggest shock of week nine is that I didn't lose a thousand dollars gambling. I could have easily. This was supposed to be the week where I like. This was supposed to be the week where I like fucked up my rent money. Like you know what I mean. Like it could have gotten really bad. And I know myself. I crush these pickers. I crush the picks on the show every week. And there's no way I could harness that information into making myself money. I am always going to convince myself to do the wrong thing. And I just happen to be busy. So uh, shouts out to me for uh, having to go to a farmer's market and saving myself $1,000. I'm shocked. I got on clean underwear today, guys. Shocking. Proud of you, Jamal. Don't lose money Thanks. that way. Like I currently I'll am try not. watching this. Uh, Monday How does the clean underwear day? relate to the money? Oh, well, because if I didn't have any money, I wouldn't be able to, I would have to sell my underwear. I Yeah, that, I, that was the opposite of what I thought you were saying, which is that you purchased new underwear and didn't yeah, have to same. wear Yeah, I thought you got old. fresh underwear because you saved the money. Which is a oh, fun no, treat no, no, no. for, yeah. No, if you have no because something I'm in the bank. Destined, yeah, because I'm not destitute, I get to keep my current underwear. <laughs> You don't have to wear no underwear, is what you're saying. You you don't yeah, have no, to I be got completely. New, I have refurbished, pre-owned underwear. I know we got to move on, but just an existential question: If you don't have any underwear on, do your pants become underwear? Absolutely not. I see what you're saying. Technically, I mean, if you're wearing, damn, hold on. I think it's no longer outerwear or underwear. It's what it's wear. It's what it's you wear. wear. You are wear. You're wearing wear. Yeah. They're your wares. <laughs> I'm satisfied with that answer. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to run through a couple quick shockers. Um, hey, Jordan Love being as awful as he is shocked me. 
you know, Why? they've been sitting on this guy because they've been sitting on him. Like the, the Packers fancy themselves like we're the best drafting team uh, in the history of the world. And they almost never get free agents. And they drafted this guy in the first round a couple years ago. And it's like their secret weapon. They've just been waiting for him, just like they did with Aaron Rodgers when he replaced um, Brett Favre. And it is just one game, but holy shit, he looked terrible. Um, another well, one. We looked good on defense. I'm not going to go ahead. I'm not buying that. <laughs> um, Let's relax. Wowzies, wowzies. Um, another shocker. Adrian Peterson scored a touchdown Oof. in a football game. <laughs> it will happen every year. For the rest of our lives. <laughs> it really will. I can't believe it. I was just like looking at him in that Titans uniform and, oh, man. I thought they should never just try and pretend he's Derrick Henry, but they did and they got away with it and it was fine. Like, they're just fine. I'll tell you who's really um, relieved. We're talking about being mad after a loss. Adrian Peterson's kid. Am I right? <laughs> I was about to oh, say. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's like 20 now. It was so long ago that that happened. <laughs> you want to feel old? <laughs> here's the, here's the kid again. Adrian Peterson was whipping. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Um, and then lastly, you know, I'm shocked that Antonio Brown is vaccinated because the Buccaneers say that they're 100%. And if Aaron Rodgers isn't and Antonio Brown is, I just don't know what to think anymore. Well, check the tape because vaccinated could be the word he said, or it could have been immunized. We were all just who knows. We were all just eating that shit whole apparently back then. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers was basically like, "I have a million doll hairs," and we were all like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah, we, we were so easy to fool. Apparently, that was like <laughs> what, the, what fools we were in August. <laughs> I really, I mean, you know. What reason do we have to believe that this guy would uh, be disingenuous with us? You know, he just suffered a, a an off season of turmoil. So we were just happy to have him back for some reason, even though he's just a curmudgeon asshole. Somebody else it brought this. That. Somebody else brought this up, but he had to get to Hawaii to post those videos he did during the off season to go to Hawaii. He would have needed a vax card, so he did a little more fooling than just us, the public. He did it to real officials. Of the of our government, that's critical, that's critical thinking skills. We're we are incapable of it, and he's sitting on his perch, just being like, "Ha ha ha ha." He may be. I, I do you want to shout us. out Aaron Rodgers for kind of uh, blowing the lid off the NFL's credibility about taking vaccine mandates seriously? Because absolutely nothing's going to happen to him, mm -hmm. and no one's going to be held accountable at all. And it honestly better not because I need him in my two quarterback league. Yeah, come on. I, it's too late. Too. I need him train, in both my fantasy leagues. The train yeah. has left the station. Get your ass back in here. I want people to get vaccinated. I want the message out there that you should take the vaccine and not listen to Aaron Rodgers. And I want Aaron Rodgers to continue throwing three touchdown passes per game, please. I do not want him to face any <laughs> real discipline. Find the shit out of him. I don't care. Yo, football needs an extra... We need a extra bye week it's for everybody to just take some stock in what's going on here. Aaron Rodgers was running around with a fucking fake vaccine card like he was going to the Wu-Tang concert, man. No, this is fucked up. I like that. Um, uh, what I just escaped my mind. It'll come back. It's an Aaron Rodgers tidbit. Oh, the oh so many. 
He said he was worried about uh, infertility was one of the yeah. main reasons he didn't get the vaccine. You know, it's bad. Damn well, you don't know kids, man. Yeah. You know, it's bad for fertility. Getting COVID-19. Mm. Pretty bad for fertility. So, uh, you know what else is bad there. for fertility? Murdering other people's children with your <laughs> unvaccinated germs. <laughs> And you know what else is bad for fertility? <laughs> Not being able to have sex with women. Hold on. Now, the thing about that, Danny, is this is the straightest my man's ever Maybe been right. in public. This is as straight I, as it gets. Joe Rogan? I think I think we hit bingo on this show. We did we did the uh, made fun of Jovan Belcher again, rugs. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. I didn't make fun of rugs. I know this was all I, me. I hit bingo on this. <laughs> yeah, you might have. Belcher was me though. I'm sorry. And I still have a letter to do. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> or a letter to pick out of the to read. He, yes, you, we right. read them. You don't right. do them. Let's keep that going. <laughs> it does kind of the performance does feel like it's like a part of you when you read it, I know. Um, we will get to the letters. Uh for now, we're gonna say thank you to our guest, Peter Moses. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh let the people know where we can find you if you want to. I will be family. in the parking lot outside of the Walgreens and Crown Heights talking to anybody about the Browns who will listen to me. <laughs> and selling fake Vax cards. Yep. And hey, if you need uh, if you need a fake Pennsylvania ID or a vaccine card, um, hit me up. I'll be at the Walgreens slash Dwayne Reed on Bergen Street. All right. Thank you so much Absolutely. for joining the program. NFL Sports Talk Football. Hey guys, what are you going to love more than week nine? How about this new sponsor symbol? It's the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On symbol, you can trade sports teams just like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit Symbol.com, use the promo code SD, and the deposit is free. That means if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Join Symbol, start investing, and profit from your favorite teams. Hey, Symbol, we're still talking about it. It's the sports stock market that allows you to profit off that sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash payout. That's pretty simple. Second, just like a stock market, if you think the team's going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means if you lose money or just decide that the market isn't for you, Symbol's going to refund that initial deposit. No questions asked. Okay. Moving on, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Guys, we've been trying to get you on this thing. Spotify Green Room. It's the stuff that's not on the buttoned up show. We're loose. We're talking. It's candid thoughts. It's the live audio only sports talk platform. You get to talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Get in on that conversation that you listen to on here every day. Share your own experiences. Uh, roll out those hot takes. 
uh, hey, this is your chance to be featured on Sorry We Love Football. So download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sorry We Love Football in the NFL group. Follow me at Dan from LA to be notified when my room goes live. And join us. We're going live on Spotify Green Room Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific. Oh. You want to know why you got to do it? Because it's free to download and it's easy to use. My parents have been on this thing. Uh, my pet has Spotify Green Room. You get to talk to me, Danny Solomon, Jamel Johnson, other fans, athletes. Uh, Sorry Love fo- Football superfan Andrew Kungle's on there from time to time. He's an insider. He's going to break down the 49ers collapsing. So it's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news. You get to share your experiences on the app. So, as I mentioned, Spotify Greenroom, it's free. For sports fans, if you're not a sports fan, it's not free. It's like $7.99 a month or something like that. So you better be a sports fan. You get to come on. You start conversations. All you got to do is download the app in the iOS store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NFL group, follow me at Dan from LA to be notified when the room goes live. And uh, come bring those spicy takes. Bring those takes. Bring those takes. All right, well, we just talked about how shocking week nine was. I don't know if week 10 can live up to it, uh, but you know who won't be involved? Uh, The Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans are all on a bye week. Uh, Would you like to say anything about either of these teams? My one thing is the Bengals, after their huge Ravens win, have just spiraled maybe maybe they thought their shit smelled too good but um they've lost two back-to-back games in embarrassing fashion they're actually 10th in the standings now in the afc when they were first and they're below your kansas city chiefs below (laughs) your kansas city chiefs i'm glad that uh thank you for including (laughs) us um yeah, I got nothing to say about those other teams. I don't care. Yeah, fuck them. Saquon, Russ. come on back and uh, just I would if I could just sniff five hundred in this fantasy league, I'd be happy. Well, you know where you're sniffing well above five hundred is in is our NFL picks. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we love football NFL picks because you're at eighty eight and forty nine on the season. You're come way on. You killed y'all. You've been smoking us the last few weeks, uh, Danny's. In second place at 82 and 56, and um, I'm at 78 and 60. It's really bad. One bad. more week, I might run away with it. We got extra weeks this time. It's only We're only just about halfway. Anything can happen. So That's calm, calm down. That's real. But, um, hey, let's just get into it. Let's, let's start talking these games. Uh, Thursday Night Football, we got Ravens at Dolphins. Oof. Tell me how you feel. I mean, who's starting for the Dolphins if it's Tua, the Ravens, and if it's Jacoby Brissett, really the Ravens? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Thursday night games are impossible to pick, though. They are, and I think Peter was on to something. The Ravens have snuck by by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin a few times this season, uh, including last week against the Vikings. They could have lost that game a lot of times. But they made the plays. Lamar can bring this team back in the fourth quarter. I keep seeing the memes going around and the the, the Ravens fans tweets just being like, see, Lamar can do it. And honestly, he, he the guy's uh, proving to be a, a really tough uh, player. 
which we you know uh, we, we know he's a great player, but tough was always the you know can he um, take on the storm or weather the storm? And I think he can. Well, I mean, I'll take the Craisins. You right? Yeah, yeah, we're all going Ravens here. I don't think this is unless Danny wants to do something crazy. No, but I want to say that once again, Lamar Jackson, he can weather all kinds of storms except the playoffs. So we'll meet you in week 18 or 19, oh I guess, because if they get the bye. Um, and, you know, the Dolphins, too, they I think they had five turnovers and they beat the Texans. That was like the, one of the weirder games that we haven't mentioned yet about that weird week nine. I think there was 10 total turnovers in that game. Pretty fun stuff. Um, and it was the great it was uh, the return of Tyrod Taylor, too. It wasn't even old pencil dick. Oh, Ravens. Man. Ravens. <laughs> okay, get get into the Sunday games. We got Bills at Jets. Hey, the the Bills can lose to anybody. They proved that last <laughs> week. I don't know what the fuck happened there. What I do know is they passed way too often to only have been down or tied most of that game. I think they uh, only called twelve design runs, but that's including four Josh Allen scrambles, so like eight total. I mean, you got to run because uh, you know they have Singletary and Zach Moss. As a fantasy person, we know those guys aren't great options. But holy shit, for a real team option, that they have no running game. It's a real problem. Yeah, that is their only problem. Well, and you know they and got the Jets? they got the Chiefs treatment. <laughs> they, I mean, they the Jets might do what you know the Jags did, and the Jets have a better defense to do it with, which is do the whole Mahomes treatment, the too high. Cover two, yeah. whatever you call it, where it's just keeping down the big plays. It really seems to confuse good teams, or at least teams that were good the last couple of years. It kind of like, yeah, you're right. It like confuses slash like bores elite quarterbacks. Like, I don't think they really love doing the three yard hitch up and down the field. Wow. Like, obviously they can. Rogan, because but... as you already said, it is because of Rogan. Mahomes yeah. isn't on Rogan, but Josh Allen definitely. Are you sure? I mean, Jackson Mahomes might be on Rogan. <laughs> That's I don't a know. If your brother's Mahomes on Rogan, indeed. if your brother's on to Rogan and you live together, then you're going to be on Rogan too. Oof. I hope not. That would be the last straw with Mahomes. Then we have to to cut the contract short. Well, anyway, I'm picking the million dollars and you know take it as dead money. I'm going to take the bills just while we're here. Jamal's taking the bills. Yeah, I will too. Hey, I don't want to get having, further behind Jamel. Having some bills? You gonna have some bills with me, Danny? Let's Dan? have a bill. I need bills to. For I the need table? to start. I need to claw I back. Am very tempted to pick the Jets here. The Battle of New York. Bills for the table. You don't want bills for the table. All right. Um, I liked the way the Bills played in that Colts game. They had Josh Johnson come in, and they they fucking hung around. The Jets, it, it, yeah. It was, I don't know what's going on with it. They put up like 40 points almost. So they're officially feisty. Still bad. They're officially feisty. They've beat the Titans and who else did the Jets up in the Bengals. So they can beat anybody, especially at home. I think they, I'm picking the Jets guys. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Give me that shit. Come on. Fireman Al. Okay. Next game. Bucks at team. Jamel, just, uh, to, just say what you want to say. Bucks, fuck this game. Fuck the football <laughs> team. Fuck everybody. Fuck Dan Snyder. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> this. 
Bucks. Shit. Man, fuck. Yeah. It's going to be so bad. It is. It's going to be at home, which is going to be worse. If this game was in Tampa, we'd lose by 10. At home, we're losing by 50. I like that. That should uh, be the bet. Jamel shouldn't get to win this team pick, this Bucks team pick. Oh, wow. If the Bucks don't cover a 50-point spread. <laughs> but if gotta, they do, we give him five points. You get, you win. I, I win the window. The, I'll hand over the keys to Red Lobster right now. Come on, man. Just get me the lobster tank out that bitch, man, if that happens. This is a rematch of last year's um, wild card round where – the team looked better than anybody else against the Bucks. Man, who gives a shit still, about that? Yeah, that was the fucking pass, dude. That shit was yeah. bullshit, dude. You we seen were fucking, how things are now? Yeah, we're right. They were. We were riding high off fucking backup fumes. They were hitting fucking backup nitrous. That shit mm. doesn't last for a whole seasons. That's good. That's a good point. Short bursts. I think we're all picking the Bucks here. Okay, Falcons at Cowboys. The up-and-coming 500 Falcons against the Cowboys who took a shit in their own stadium coming off a of bye week with Dak's great return. It just no-showed well, against the Broncos. It was great. I think the Von Miller trade was just – I think we got to give the Broncos credit. They had some dudes behind them that they liked. Let's get this old man out of here. For second and third. Nice compensation. And, third. and the backup – was looking better than he was. Yeah. And the Falcons basically did what the Falcons do. They blew the game against the Saints, against Trevor Simeon down the stretch. And then uh, Danny's boy, Cordero Patterson, makes an amazing catch along the sidelines. And then uh, uh, Youngway Koo. Or young, uh, what's Youngway's last name? Koo. Koo. Very Koo. Dude, that guy has more game-winning kicks than I can remember for like such a bad team. Yo, he Maybe because they were seven be, and nine last year. I, I'm sure all seven of those were game-winning kicks. He's a fantasy. He's he's nine points out the door minimum every week for seasons now. Yeah. And Cordero Patterson is a lock for 15 points a week, apparently. He's incredible. I love it. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. I think the Cowboys. I think they've got some some problems to begin with, but Dak's hurt. They're not feeling good. Losing begets losing when you're a good team and you think you're going to win the Super Bowl. And the Falcons like to sneak up on dudes. Uh, where's this game? Dallas. Boys. Cowboys get two weeks at home? Come on, man. It'll be fine. Everybody in Dallas is being real nice to them. It's not like when they lost this game that the city turned on them. They're good. They're still good. They're they're going to be fine. Yeah, the city didn't turn on them. They're still a six and two football team. Um, they're having a, a really good season. Dak was you know hurt the game before. Um, and last year, this was the game that the Falcons were up by like twenty seven and then blew. And then remember that crazy onside kick that, that the Cowboys yeah. pulled off the watermelon ball. Oh right. Um, yeah, come so, on. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think mean, the Falcons. That, that this case gives is a case for the Falcons to win this game, wanting a mm-hmm. bit of revenge, revenge game. But I don't know, man. I just think the Cowboys are good. It's gonna be fine. 
Also, Dan Quinn revenge game. Dan Quinn is the Cowboys defensive coordinator, obviously a former uh-huh. Falcons head coach. So a lot of storylines in this one. I'm picking the Falcons. I think I, I like when a team rushes the field and dances with each other. They did that when they beat the Saints, and I like that. That Man, matters. You, you be watching um fucking Fox Sports. Did Skip Bayless get on it today and say that the Cowboys actually won this week? Like, I feel like he would be like, actually, this Broncos loss, technically a win. Here's why. You know, unfortunately, I used up all my bullets on Odell Beckham uh, YouTube clips, so I didn't even see uh, whatever their Cowboys takes were, but I will get on that. Well, I'm thank sorry, you. America. That's all good. Okay, I'm picking the Falcons in that game. Saints at Titans. Jamel's Titans are, have the most impressive four-game winning streak uh, in the league easily this season. They've beat four really good teams. Uh, the Saints, I think they're kind of feisty still. I'm not taking too much away from that. They have Trevor fucking Simeon playing as quarterback. Okay? It wasn't a disaster. They were fine. They, the they were fine. Are really They went to fucking L.A. and spanked them in their house. Come on, man. I thought Derrick Henry, I thought that would at least throw him off for a week. No. Rams coming in, that's tough. But <laughs> I'm riding the Titan train all the way to hell. Tighten up, baby. They took Adrian Peterson right out of his torture chamber, put him in some pads, and he scored a touchdown. I saw a guy, I saw a guy at the Wu Tang concert with a um a custom Titans jersey. It said the boys. <laughs> <laughs> on the back yeah was, I gotta be strategic here even though I might agree that the Titans defense is a lot better than it was in the beginning of the season and uh, has been historically over the years and I love AJ Brown I'm on both my fantasy teams that's real love but regardless of all that I believe in the Saints one is a team and two, because I need to get that gift card. So I'm going to be not, the lone yeah. man on the island here. And it's and it's a fair – that's a fair swing. Who knows? This one I can't really call it, but I'm riding my guys. Riding them. They can't Titans. win them all. I got the Titans as well. All right, next up we got Jags at Colts. The Jack, America's sweetheart, Jacksonville Jaguars against the uh, America's – Redheaded stepchild, Carson Wentz. <laughs> um, I'm taking the Colts. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing because I believe the Bills did have a starting tackle out for this game. And so, of course, you know, the, the Jags defense, which hasn't done anything all year, decides to wake up and just pummel the shit out of them. I don't think you can play that against Carson Wentz because they have a very, very, very good offensive line. That's basically the one thing they really have besides Michael Pittman. Jonathan Taylor's good. And Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman, you know, they're, they're a real team. If it wasn't for Carson Wentz, they could win the Super Bowl. As it is now, they can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Colts. Okay, Lions at Steelers. Lions coming off a bye week. Uh, coming off a... 44-6 to six, um, drudging from the Eagles. Had a lot of time to think about that. Now they get to go into Pittsburgh and take another shellacking. Give me the Steelers. 
Yeah, it's kind of nutty, man. I don't know what I believed when I thought the Lions would find a way to win four games this year. I mean, I'm glad I didn't put any money on it. Once again, forgot to do it. I was going to do it. (laughs) You're going to be rich with underwear with all these bets you didn't make. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, the real stuff. Yes. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Steelers. Steelers. Mm -hmm. They're putting it on the Bears as we speak. And it is not going to get any harder for them. Sucks. It's annoying because I hate the Steelers. Game of the week. Browns at Pats. Bill Belichick has has gotten his team back to game of the week status. Ladies and gentlemen. Patriots back in the spotlight. Here come the Pats to fuck up Boston. Your family's getting drunk. To be honest, it's because there's not a lot of other good games this week. That's why this is the game of the week. But uh, yeah, I think Pats at Browns or Browns at Pats pretty fun. I wonder if Boston is more safe when the Patriots are bad or when they're good now. That's a great question. Well, is is your is your household more safe when your team wins or loses? I think anger makes me a less safe person to be around that's fair no, that's fair and that's true i mean so, but when we lose it's just like you know it's like it's just a return to sadness when, because there's no expectation to win it's not like you can get that mad you're yeah. despondent you can't even yeah. move mm-hmm. i think victory is bad for eagles fans because then they just keep going because it's like a feeling of invincibility yes. mi- mixed with Right, like dirtbag isms, and I'm better than you isms. Once you mix that with the feeling of being invincible, that's when cars start getting flipped over and poop starts getting eaten. That's funny. I mean, it, I, you're exactly right with your own hometowns. I feel like mine's the opposite, where when good things happen, everybody's nicer, they're more Christian, they're friendlier. <laughs> when things are sad, they turn into the it's the evil side of loving jesus it's the you know the the persecution the anti-vaxxing the hate and the gays we're going double christian (laughs) uh okay all this is to say i am picking the patriots in this game where's it at new england hey this mac jones character he's still around that's the worst part of their team. They're a pretty complete team. They have a really good defense. They kind of just got a solid running game. It's like a boring-ass Belichick team. They're just solid. I'm waiting for Jamel. I need to know what Jamel's picking. Why do I got to pick first? I'm the one in the lead. I get, as the people who are not in the lead, <laughs> we I get guess. first dibs on what we're going to do based All on All right, your okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, Fuck, dude. This is a tough one. This is so tough. Give me the Browns. Fuck it. Fuck. I wanted my the Browns. Peter, my man Peter's on the show. Brownie it up. All right. Well, I don't think the Pats are going to win, but Pats. I pick the Browns all the time. I've been riding these fucking week. idiots. You had them last week. you damn right I did. You fuckers believing in the Bengals. Come on, man. I like the Pats. I think they're – or I, I like the Browns, I mean. I think they're on to something with this no – Odell thing. It really does Odell make a around. lot of sense. I was but convinced. But you're picking the Patriots. I'm, because I have to. 
<laughs> we got 10 weeks left, man. You don't have to win it all in week 10. All right, Browns. Whoa. But this is Jamel's mind games now. I need to figure out some I need to figure out something else here. <laughs> yes. Skullduggery. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to pick the fucking <laughs> Niners or something, aren't I? Jesus. Uh, here's uh, here's the second marquee uh, matchup of the week. Uh, Vikings at Chargers. Now we're wow. only because the Vikings always play hilarious games where they fuck it up at the end. And the Chargers are cursed as a franchise, so something weird's gonna happen. Hey, man, the Chargers won last week. Yeah, I know they're, they're fine. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I'm running. I'm rolling with the bolts because I want to see Kirk Cousins dead in the ground. <laughs> I think the Chargers get a little squeamish in front of their home crowd, which is to say, Vikings fans or nobody. I don't know who goes to Chargers games. It's not an L.A. thing, you know? It's not like, some. let's all get together, go to a Chargers game. You only do it if your team is playing them. Ah. I just feel, I feel the Vikings deserve something karmically for all the losses, all the weird losses they've taken. And they're, they're good. They just don't win. They win this week. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The Vikings. All right. Danny's got the Kings. Panthers at Cardinals. Um, I'm loving this Panther slide. Sam Darnold seeing ghosts all over again. Just one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Like I enjoy him to be. And that's fun. And I think, Kyler, take your time, Kyler. You don't need to come back. More Colt McCoy is good for Jamel Johnson. So just play another game. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm going with the cards. You're right. Is the Sam Darnold thing, is it a USC thing? Do you just not like USC products? I like uh, Carson Palmer. That's about it. I mean, he's and just And OJ ass. Simpson. That's true. You are a big, a juice man. I mean, Dan loves his Instagram. He's he's always on there. His Twitter the, account. Yeah. His Twitter, dude. Twitter that he posts videos on. The, there, yeah, right? yeah. There's Twitter, it's videos, but then someone then puts them on Instagram. Right. It, it's Yeah, it happens. You love hearing from OJ Simpson. You're a big fan of his. That's the fifth or sixth horrible inhuman tragedy that we've referenced for fun. And all that being said, give me the Cardinals, even though I don't think it's going to be Sam Darnold this week. I think we're going to see Philip Walker. Whoa. Whoa. Quarterback, the Panthers, AAF's own Phil Walker is going to be the the Panthers QB. He's going to be the one that takes the big loss against Colt McCoy. Jamal, you got the cards? Oh, Cardinalis. Um, also, Danny, uh, you you bringing up my OJ fandom definitely just reminds me, maybe that's why the Bills went down to the Jags, because they had oh. OJ at their stadium the week before. Oh, shit, the OJ curse. Yes, the it OJ all came curse. True. Where all is he this true. week? Where is OJ? He was in Brentwood, that turned out bad, and then he was at Bills Stadium, and that you saw that. So what is the next horror he can befall upon? The place he's in. Oh boy, yeah, that's a. You know what? I'm. Gonna, I can't wait to text Aaron Vale this theory because uh, it's got merit. Okay, Eagles at Broncos. Give me the Broncos. I hate the Eagles. They piss me off. They waste my time. I don't think the Broncos are on a winning streak or anything. I don't think that they're a good team either. I think they. 
got a little bit lucky with the way things worked out, feeling themselves after this trade, being told they weren't going to be shit, that they were going to fold up the tent, and then they come out against a, a hobbled Dak Prescott and a cocky Cowboys team. I don't like them. Give me the Eagles. Ooh. Ooh. Gross. I'm going with the Bronx, dude. It's in Denver. Yeah. The Bronx. The Bronquitos. So what? That's what I say. It's the Eagles' defense is just. It's a. It's kind of a nothing. They give you five yards to play if you want it. That's their strategy. They don't blitz. They all hang back and they say, if you want five yards, you can have it. Tell me a Bronco. Name a Bronco that scares you. Javante Williams. I like him a lot. Nah. Just because like he's on your fantasy team. Get out of here. He's a good player. Eagles. E-A-G-L. Every, <laughs> every week, Javante Williams has like four defenders on his back and just keeps running. It's pretty great. Um, okay, Seahawks at Packers. I think Russell Wilson's back for this. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. I would love if he was because that's a fun matchup. And then he might cough on Russell Wilson. Well, the way Jordan Love looked... Even if Aaron Rodgers comes back at exactly 10 days, which is Saturday, with no practice, and even if he still has COVID, I still think you put him on the field over Jordan Love. So I think he is going to play. And I think he's going to lose. Give me the Seahawks. Whoa. Me, I will join you. Hawks for the table. Oh. You guys are taking... uh, uh... Uh, a hot, you know, it's not like Russell Wilson's been playing. It's not like the Seahawks are amazing this season. I'm I mean, Russ- the Packers. All right. You know what? I'm what? taking the Packers. What? Now that, oh now that Jamel God. declared, I'm going back. Oh my God! As long Damn as you, let's, this is the rule. As long as you are still recording the podcast, you can change your pick. As long as the finger is on the chest piece. God damn it, Jamel alone on the Seahawks. Loving life. <laughs> Unless you want in on our Packers bet. Nah, that dude, we're all super that. confident about. Nah, you know what? I, y'all are my friends. You can have this one. Take this game. It's on me. You know, because Aaron Rodgers is a bad guy now. I, when he comes back, it's with a vengeance. He's oh, going to he be like it. super yeah. shredder. He lo- but, you know, that's funny because Russell Wilson, the epitome of the good guy. He's the white knight. <laughs> He's coming in. Like full on, you know, glow of of Christian Jesus, loving his life, full on positivity, warrior, and coming off of just a regular run of the mill in- injury, not even COVID related. It's classic good and evil, and as we know, evil always wins. So now it's true. Um, hey, here's the other 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 game of the week: Sunday night football battle for first place. It's Chiefs at Raiders. Danny, are you hyped for this game? Or do you feel no. bad for the Raiders? I don't feel bad. Fuck the Raiders. Fuck all the things. <laughs> These are all self-imposed, self-inflicted injuries. I don't feel anything for the Raiders, except very strong confidence that they will kick the crap out of the Kansas City Whoa. Chiefs. They are going to win they're going to expose what was left of the dream that we might be able to compete for anything, even a playoff berth this season. Not happening. Mahomes is broken. He needs to fix it. Probably 
best case during the bye week, but probably the offseason. I'm picking the Chiefs. I, I, I pick them every week, and it's not great, but it, they're like 500 right now, right? So I'll get, it, I'll get one. Over 500. Okay, so I'm doing okay. Yeah, we're frauds, um, though. They are frauds. Jamel, Chiefs at Raiders. Deshaun Jackson debuts in the Raiders uniform. Man, give me the Chiefs, dog. Oh, yeah. You guys you are, are so correct, sir. Fucked. Give me the Chiefs, dog. I know. It's, and it's, you're probably right. You're probably right. But I just, I, how many things are these guys going to overcome? Chiefs. It'd be great uh, to get lucky again with the love thing and now this, that the Raiders are just still too demoralized. We just we just skirt like all of this horrible luck on other people. It's like Final Destination where, you know, we just, we're, we're just dodging all of the death traps. It's possible, man. Monday Night Football, Rams at Niners. Both teams... Just very surprising losses last week. Um, I don't, whose loss was more surprising to you guys? The Rams. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the Titans are really good. And, you know, the Niners lost to Colt McCoy at home. Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked by the Titans game. Without Derrick Henry, made it shocking. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I have to pick the Rams in this game, but. You definitely have to pick the Rams in this game. I don't game. feel good about it. You have to pick the Rams in this game because I'm picking the Rams as well. Are you crazy? What are the Niners? They're nothing. I agree. Yep. Sorry, Kungle. They're garbage. It's but it, gone it, south, Kungle. All our teams I, I just, are garbage. Yeah, so that's okay. the that, yeah, that's the real thing. It's just, you know, they're ready to pack it up down there, buddy. Or up there, over there. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our mailbag. You've got mail. Every week, we try and read one piece. We do read one piece of mail. I know there's so much more than just one piece, but all we can get to is the one. Danny, you want to grab something? Yeah, let me just dig in here. Let me dig deeper and deeper until I find a letter from Tom Brady. Hey, (laughs) he's back. He's written before. Hey guys, still love the show. Just wanted to write in the middle of this Aaron Rodgers firestorm to remind you and all your listeners that I am also a huge piece of shit. I know it's easy to hop on to the new shit flavor of the month and make him your number one piece of shit, but I've been doing it consistently, year in, year out, since I came into the league. When it comes to being weird about what you put in your body, uh, I started that. Going to Joe Rogan for advice? Whoop-de-doo, I go to Donald Trump. You want to talk about fighting the woke mob? I actually flew to Ferguson to run over protesters with my car. I'm Tom Brady. I won't be outdone by anyone. The shit I believe is far more fucked up than you could possibly imagine. So in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, blow me, losers. (laughs) Signed Tom Brady. Jesus, Brady. Damn, dude. He's a bad guy. Do I have to take my Ugg boots back? Yeah. Fuck. 
Uh, hey, I got a letter here. Um, it's from Odo Beckham Sr. It's from Odo Beckham mm. Jr.'s father. Wow. He writes, hey guys, big fan of the show. Just so you guys know, I'm typing this email with one hand. It's an email. It's not a letter. He's typing this email with one hand. We Beckhams do everything with one hand. Eat food, make love, catch passes. Matter of fact, they should make it illegal to catch with two hands. Then Odell would be the best receiver in the league, as we all know that he is. You know how in college you only need one foot inbounds? In the NFL, you should only be able to use one hand. That's what we Beckhams believe. You may be asking yourself, what do we Beckhams do with our other hand? Well, the Beckham family motto is, one hand up your ass at all times. My other hand is currently up my own asshole right now. Same with Odell, same with every other Beckham. You ought to try it sometime. Signed, Odell Beckham Sr. Wow. Up the buttocks. I think that's hmm. what he was trying to say. Okay. They love that one-handed stuff. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I'm sorry. One hand on you. Okay. Uh, Jamel, do you have a letter? Uh, you know what? I don't have a letter. I have a lecture. I got a voice memo. Oh, boy. Got a voice memo. Comes to us from, you know what? I'm just going to hit play. Hello. Sorry we love football. Gentlemen. This is Maya Angelou, poet laureate of the United States. A big fan of your program, especially Danny. He's the cute one. I've been listening to your show, and it has inspired me to write a brand new poem. And I would like to debut it for you now. This is a first draft, so please be kind. You may write this down in history. The sweat of a man's brow falling to the sunken earth like the black slave's temperament. But still, I do rise. Like John Harbaugh calling plays in the fourth quarter, I overcome adversity. I will again rise. Like Joe Rogan, my thoughts so powerful. Like the bosom of a mother, I will rise again. Football. I hope I hope you gentlemen enjoyed that. I'm gonna go listen to some more Joe Rogan. He's got some pretty good ideas. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. no, don't do that to my Angela. Good evening, fellows. All right, enjoy the grave, Ms. Angela. I don't like when people say good evening to say goodbye. That's crazy. <laughs> it's sophisticated. <laughs> I know, but I don't like it. <laughs> That was pretty I mean, serious. That was intense. That was, what, that was the most serious moment, I think, in the show's history. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, amazing that we were able to even get a communication from her. 
with all these know. modern references. She's been dead for many years. <laughs> um, I got the voice memo. It was her. I, I, whatever. That's terrifying. Do you guys have final thoughts on the week? Uh, I'll just say, let us never again record Trust this podcast on a Monday because we may be subject to looking like complete fools when crazy ass news hits on Monday or on Tuesday or Wednesday. So Monday, not good. If anything yeah. comes out, it's your asses. All right. <laughs> my final <laughs> thought is if Danny is my podcast boss, I'm calling HR, but he is right Ooh. though. Let's just do this shit. Dude, my final thought is how do we get to do this show live at a game? We need to be the pregame guys for some AAF team, some independent farm league team. We got to figure out how to do it. We got to bring this to the people. We got to get in front of their faces. Now's the time. Once me and Danny, once me and Dan get boosted, let's get out there. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you know, and I, my final thought is, um, whoever's listening to this and can make it happen, reach out, please. Come on, you man. We're here. Find us. We're Sorry here and we're ready. Sorry. We love NFL. Our social media accounts are just gems waiting to be unearthed by the masses. Go ahead and mm-hmm. follow those. Uh, and I'm sorry I just plugged our, our Twitter and, and Instagram. Yeah, sorry we don't have more followers. That's uh, It's a glitch. Yeah. They're there. I'm sorry I lied. <laughs>